Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Neverin Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially Taichi, because we want to go on his holy tour. My name is Luke. I'm your host of the Neverin Podcast, and with me, as always, is Mr. Guy. Say hello, Mr. Guy. Hello, Luke. I am Mr. Guy, and hello to the listeners. It's been about a week or so, and so much has happened in New Japan. We're going to be covering three big nights of World Tag League. We're going to talk about everything from a masked horse to Mr. Bread being pelted with bread to New Japan versus Noah. We got Wrestler Diary and the triumphant return of Venue Google Reviews. It's going to be a good time today. I know a podcast. That is true, and there are ways people can uh, speak to and interact with us if they wish to. We're on the Tweety. I don't know for how long. I feel like leaving, do you? Yeah, we should probably leave. Anyway, we're still there. I'm at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is at Drucifer Tweets, and collectively, we are at NeverOpenPod. If you want to send us a written or voice email, you can do that too. NeverOpenPodcast. No, NeverOpenPod. At Gmail. At dot. A com. Also, if you've got any of that. Sasha Banks, Marnie. Oh, love doing that. Uh, kick it our way. We have a Teespring store where you can buy stuff that'll make you look never as fuck, including stickers. Look look at this. My, my travel mug is never as fuck. If you can see, I've got the blurry thing. I'm sorry, guys. But it's there on the, on the thing. Also, you can watch us. Hey. Just type in the Never Open Podcast on the uh, YouTubes, and here we are. That's us. Yeah, man. All those things are true that Luke just said. And uh, we have a bunch of news to roll through. So this episode's probably going to be long, you know, because we got a lot to talk about. But, like, a bunch of shit happened. You know, some of it we'll get to as we go through the, uh, you know, last couple nights of World Tag League. But, um, you know, first, I guess you mentioned at the top, this crazy video came out, and it is Taichi and Iska and Doki just getting into like like blockbuster movie shenanigans is what it looks like. Luke, what's going on here? I, I saw the Iron Claw. I saw Doki. I saw Taichi. I saw samurai sword fights and shit. I saw all sorts of weird stuff, and you typed it before even I had a chance to, but my first thought was I want to go to there and I still do. So it's called Holy Tour. And I'm like, what, what, what is this? It's mid January. I'm like, I don't care if it's tomorrow. Like give it, give it to me. Here's my money. (laughs) Here is my money. I want Holy Tour, please. And I, I see you and I want Holy Tour to be like the triumphant return of, Taka Taichi Mania. Mm-hmm. When it's probably just going to be like those three goofing off while Taichi goes on a date or something. And... <laughs> yeah, we yeah. don't know what it is, but we want it. Whatever it is, you yeah. know. And, you know, speaking of mid January, something else just popped up that is, you know, just slightly related to New Japan. But remember when Leo Rush was supposed to be like in a triple threat? Uh, for the championship, and then he just like wasn't, and we never heard from him again. Well, he's gonna be at GCW in the next like couple weeks, or in the middle of January, or whatever. And I'm just like, what? What happened? <laughs> yeah, what did happen? New Japan was pushing him really hard too. They liked him. They were putting him over, and then they're having him wrestle like their top junior guys. So, yeah, that's weird. 
Where is he? It's always mm-hmm. something like that with him, though, isn't it? You know, it's always yeah. just like, what the hell happened? You know, uh, this but- is us every time we see Leo Rush. Well, don't get too excited, he'll leave. And, <laughs> right. then, and then you and I are just like, you said, fucking Leo Rush, man. Oh my God, it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, say that match. Oh, so fast, so good. And now we're back to like, where is Leo? <laughs> Oh wait, he was supposed to be in the World Tag League, the the Juniors World Tag League with uh, Yo, and then Yo, like he just didn't, and Yo had that other guy with Musashi, him. That yeah. Guy? yeah, Musashi, him. I definitely remember, remember everything about him. Especially remember the time me. Musashi, uh, Yo wrote a diary about Musashi. Yeah, like the historical figure of Musashi and the town of Musashi, and then it said the word Musashi a fucking hundred thousand times, but didn't even reference his t- upcoming tag partner, whose yeah. name was, yeah, Musashi. <laughs> weird, absolutely weird. <laughs> I agree. Oh my goodness! So yes, uh, I'm not going to watch it, but it is a match that is happening. It is that. Uh, hardcore wrestler is it Nick Gage? Is that his name? That is a hard. That is a deathmatch guy. Nick Gage is right. gang affiliated. MDK for life, Luke. Oh well, sure, that's mm-hmm. good. That, that sounds like a serial killer's like t- slogan, though. But uh, anyway, mm-hmm. he's wrestling Junkasai very soon, so that's, that's probably in GCW too. Right yeah. on the same goddamn show that Leo Rush is on. Who knows? You know, they're going to be in Columbus. If June Kasai is at the Columbus show, you know, I might be able to get in that for free if I were, if I wanted to. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't want to go. I don't want to Nah. I watch enough promotions, like two. And then uh, you mentioned at the start of the show, you, I, I woke up to this, I think, Mr. Guy. I was like, what's this Mr. Mr. Bread video? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So Mr. Bread wins some match in MLW, I think it is. And right before the match, Stephen has finished. He's done the lariat. And I'm pretty sure as he's doing the pin, he gets hit in the face. And then he kind of recoils like like he has that instant react, this initial Salad. reaction of, what the fuck? People don't shit. And then he kind of stands up after the match and he's like, what the fuck? And then I think he's, he's like, oh, my God, so many bread. And uh, <laughs> yes. the, crowd, the crowd went nuts. I went nuts. I didn't even need coffee this morning. I was already amped up. No, I did. I really did. But uh, <laughs> that shit wake is up hilarious. That's just so funny. And, like, you know, uh, if you don't know, uh, MLW used to run in, like, I think the 2010s, maybe, or somewhere around then, maybe a little earlier than that. And they and Satoshi Kojima was one of their champions and one of their, like, top guys for a long time. And so it was, you know, he got booked there again. The fucking crowd welcomes him with bread. And it's so funny. Like you said, he gets up and he kind of gets hit in the face by one and he sells it. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, shit. And I don't know if you know this, Luke, but I have actually been involved in something like that many times. In fact, here's a small example. There is a wrestling tag team, a local tag team called Grits and Gravy. And it's like uh, it's like Bruce Gray and, you know, and then John Murray. And they were, you know, kind of like a big guy, little guy tag team. And they were tremendous. And so me and my buddy Dean loved them so much. They had their uh, last match tagging together a while back. It's probably been three, four years now. And we brought tons of little packets of grits and gravy. 
And on the road home from wrestling, when we were reviewing heels, we had John Murray on. And he talked about the experience of getting hit with something and being like, what the fuck is this? And he said he saw it and he said, it's grits and gravy, Brucey. And they both started jumping up and down and laughing and having <laughs> you know, That's got to be pretty cool. So, Oh, man. That sounds like a lot of fun. And I did hear John Murray in those episodes of, uh, of the road home from wrestling. And hey... I've also got one of those on my... Hey, how'd you get one my, of those? You know, uh, some wonderful dude in Ohio. I can't remember his name. Mr. Guy or something. He sent me a bunch of stickers. It's Larry. His name's Larry. So. Yeah, he's Larry. <laughs> <laughs> sent him to me. <laughs> well, Luke, um, I guess we should talk about the new title um, that you don't even know about. So, um, yeah, there's a new title that's been announced and it is, you know, going to replace the United States championship and it is going to be called the new Japan pro wrestling global title. Now, I don't know if it's an IWGP title. I didn't read that part. I'm sure it is, but Luke, what do you think of the name global title? Isn't that just another way of saying world title? You've got a world title that that the name is dumb. I don't like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was my I, initial reaction. And it hasn't I'm changed. Thinking, you know, so we have a little game that me and Luke play. And that is that during New Japan shows, we like to tweet the most generic thing possible to try to get New Japan Global Twitter to retweet us. And yeah. I, I think that this title's named after New Japan Global Twitter. And it's going to look really <laughs> generic. The title's going to look like so fucking generic. So. Should have a fucking boring ass looking G on it. Giant G. And the G is hey. kind of like eating the globe or something. I don't know. <laughs> the G-Rex title is, has a big G, G on it. So. Oh. Oh, man. By the way, uh, uh, Glee is running a Tokyo Dome show, right? In the, like, hall in the front area. Oh, right. <laughs> no. I saw that announced there. Like, Tokyo Dome. Adjacent. So, you know, sorry. So I thought that was pretty funny. Good for them. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So, where were we, Mr. Guy? Noah versus New Japan. That's Let's where we're Let's do at. it. So, where we were already kind of interested because it's, well, it's Marafuji versus Kota Ibushi. And then, look, there used to be this thing with my mum, Mr. Guy, where my mum would ring me up and she's like, Luke, can you take me to the chemist? And I'll say yes. But then she doesn't hear yes. She hears no. So she's like, I'll buy you a coffee. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, well, I've already said yes, but yeah, all right, fucking sure. Now I get a coffee. So I feel like that's this Noah show, like Marafuji versus Ibushi. All right, yes. All right, well, how would you like Kato Kiyomiya and Reha Iwa versus the House of Torture? Oh my god, I can't wait to see how the reaction house of torture gets at Noah. Yes, please. That's not all. Would you like Zack Sabre Jr. and uh, Ogawa versus uh, Hayata and Hiroshi Tanahashi, which is pretty much a Tokyo Dome preview match? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that too. Would you like uh, <laughs> Kitamiya versus Tomohiro Ishii? <laughs> that's a match that, like, was booked two years ago, basically, when... Because that, that's something that's interesting about the show. When, if you look at the poster for this, it's like, it's like, Noah show! 
New Japan versus Noah, you know, but when, when like the New Japan versus Noah happened and it was New Japan, it was like Noah versus New Japan right across the top. This is like a secret. Don't tell anybody. It's a secret versus Noah show. Yeah, don't tell anyone. I haven't even like, we got Go Shiazaki versus Mr. Bread. <laughs> Fucking Bread's getting booked everywhere. What a badass. That's freaking awesome. And all right, just to highlight a proper Noah match with Noah people, Kano versus Soya is going to be pretty damn good too. So, yeah, for the title. I think we'll, we'll be covering that show, of course, you know, and uh, I think last year we covered it as well. And it had like, I think so, yeah. That was part, remember, like there was 1,400 um, uh, Muda goodbye shows. That that was one of them. You know, that was like the first of them, I think. And then they yeah. kept going. But it was like, it was like this last year, too. I guess their New Year's show is more about just packing as many people in as they can. I think it takes place at the Tokyo Dome as well, but not in the like civic area, in the like the actual dome. Uh, if I, if I, I don't know if you, you could tell me if I'm wrong there, but. Um, you know, it's one of those things where they're just trying to pack as many people in as they can. So they involve as many promotions as they can. I think there's even a stardom match or a TGPW, TJPW match on that show, too. There's all kinds of stuff. It'll be fun. Yeah, it's going to be a really good time. Looking forward to it. And uh, by the look of this poster, it looks like uh, Lucha Underground dude Daga is the uh, junior oh, yeah. champion at the moment. Is he really? Huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He was near the end. He was like a side character at best in Lucha Underground, but he was pretty good. Yeah, he was fine. You know, um, I I don't know. I he was in there towards the end. You're right. He was there. He was like one of those crossover guys that was like there when it was really good, but also there when it was really shitty. And like he never really did much except do awesome Lucha shit. Good. I like awesome Lucha shit. <laughs> it's fine. You know. All right, Mr. Guy. So, in order to talk about the stuff we want to talk about more, uh, let's talk about World Tag League. Yeah, we're wrapping up World Tag League, which I'm, this is the first time I've been excited to talk about World Tag League all like throughout the whole thing because we're wrapping it up and we can move on after this. So, I'm excited about that. It's Man. over! All right, listen. This, this tournament, is nothing wrong with it. It's fine. But what I expect from New Japan is spectacular, high-quality matches, right? Like, that's the gimmick of New Japan. And this tournament has very good matches. I don't think there was anything in it that blew my mind or made me think, oh, wow, i got to watch that over and over again. But we did get a bunch of story stuff, you know, which was important stuff to build to a few feuds that we have going on. You know, um, so on the A block, the last night of A block, which was the sixth, um, we had the big, like, you know, Ren Narita thing. So, Luke, tell me, what did you think of the whole Ren Narita uh, uh, shenanigans that went on here? Took me by surprise because I, I it, it took me a little while to catch on that, wait, is he joining House of Torture? And then I'm thinking to myself, why? <laughs> and then I'm also thinking, like, oh, well, Andy and I find him boring, so maybe that's why other people might think, like, this uh, strong style face thing is not working at the moment. Maybe he needs a bit more seasoning and turn heel or something. So he just, but he just jumps down, not getting a tag. And you're just saying, oh, well, it's just like they've got this young line rivalry. It's just part of that. And he's probably just going to piss off and 
that's that's the end of it. But no, oh no, Renarita jumps into the ring and helps beat the shit out of Shooter Umino, which is weird because weren't they beating up Ren during a match? Right, that's that like fucking like you know Memphis style heel thing where the guy turns heel after the guys he's joining beat the shit out of him. All part of the plan, you know. It's like his initiation or something. See, they didn't do that with Katamaru, did they? Katamaru's just like, oh, oh, my leg, oh, my leg, I'm out, I'm injured. And then he came back a couple of nights later, and then he did it, so we didn't have to get beat up by House of Torture first. See, Katamaru is a heel master. That's true. And he probably should he, – does he do this? He should do this because it shows how smart you are when you point He points head. at his leg and then goes, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, and uh, also through these shows, Ren Narita debuts – a new move. Mm-hmm. Want to tell everyone what that new move is? He's doing the X Factor, um, which it. I think is great. And everybody's all whining about it because they're like, oh, it's so silly. And it's like a lady's move. And it's like, listen, what was the problem with Shota Umino? He was boring. All of his moves you mean were Ren. weak as fuck. Show, yeah, Renneria. Thank you. What, what was wrong with him? He was boring. He All his moves look weak as fuck, even though he was strong style guy. So what's the opposite of that? The fucking X Factor is the opposite of that. And I like that. I think that's great. Um, I really enjoyed his heel turn because, like you said, he just kind of sat there and watched what was going on then slowly came up. And he, like, basically, it was pretty cool because uh, Ren Narita or uh, Shota Umino was getting this big comeback and he's taking care of all House of Torture. And Ren Narita's just watching from the outside and, sh- and Shota's about to put the Death Rider on evil. But no, here comes fucking Renarita behind him with the rear naked choke, chokes him out. Yo, you deal with the X Factor, you know, on Shota Umino. And uh, he tears off his son of Strong Style shirt, revealing the House of Torture. But he, you know, do you remember, it wasn't long ago that House of Torture was painting hot on Renarita, claiming him for the sex dungeon. So That's this right. is where this all started, don't you think? Um, also, hey. in. Red yes. Narita vis- visited the House of Torture, and he's like, <laughs> "He's like, all right." Oh, I like that. Yes, yeah. I he's didn't like, expect him to bulk up House of Torture this much, though. I mean, and yeah, did have they promoted Red Narita from uh, I don't know tagging with Suzuki and Hell Desperado to being in a heavyweight tag team with <sighs> Yajiro? Well, I mean, I think that. It was interesting because Desperado was on commentary for that match, too. So he got up and was like, what the fuck, man? What are you doing? You know, Red is like, fuck you, bro. This is what you would do. You know, like that kind of thing. I learned it by watching you. And uh, I thought that was pretty cool. That's true. Um, you know, and and we'll see what Suzuki thinks about it. Suzuki might be like, okay, you know, good job. So I've been there. I've done that. Yeah, that's fair. He's like, I can't. But I, I'm interested to see. This at least gives him something to do. And now we can, you yeah. know, it has, hasn't been announced yet, but you got to think that they're going to have a match on Wrestle Kingdom or New Year Dash or something like that so that we can, like, kind of put this to rest. Um, although this might be the feud going forward for the rest for next year. We'll see. But they're pretty bulked up now, the House of Torture. So uh, it's a big house. I hope they all yeah. got pretty good rooms. But anyway... We're going to separate them from uh, the Bullet Club now? 
I don't know. You know, that was teased quite a bit during World Tag League, you know, where all the important shit happens, World yeah. Tag League. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, maybe that'll happen. I, you know, I don't, that's fine if they do. I don't really care either way, honestly, you know? So this first this first night we're talking about, a couple of things happened, and I'm just like, man, this is what happens when Andy and I actually read the card properly for the last two nights of a tournament and talk about them on the show. Because I'm like, ah, oh, it's Suzuki and uh, Nagata versus uh, Bonza and Fale. That'll be fun. Bonza can take a pin there to give the death <laughs> more points, can't they? Yep. And then you and and then even something a little bit more. I know it, that changes on another night, but this first night we're talking about it was uh, Naito's watches the pirate pirate man lose. Yeah. And then uh, Naito's like, eh, nah, nah, you suck, <laughs> fuck you, bye. Which is what you wanted, but uh, I don't know if you're happy with what happens. We'll see. We'll the, get there. The we're not man. there yet, but. Uh... Hey, I, I thought it was fascinating that the silence of the crowd watching is Naito going to accept Pirate Guy or not? You know what I mean? And the crowd's just fucking silent. And then you, it's, they go, oh, when he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. No one bought any Pirate merch, but Naito didn't fist bump him. Like, before that, he might have sold a few T-shirts. After that, nah, he didn't sell, he didn't sell no, shit. People were burning their shirts in the street. You, you know, were either one of Naito's friends or your everyone else you're either with us or you're against us you know it's yes. just like that that's what lij is all about that's what it governable means in english so um <laughs> luke what did you think of war dogs versus your buddies tmdk i thought it was an awesome freaking time the I winner of it. that match is then the top team in a block right so that was the key key match for this tournament yeah, so I'm pretty happy. You were, I think we're both on the Gabe Kid and Alex, uh, Alex the Android train. It was in that one, wasn't it? Oh my god, I had a brain fart there. Let the me check Android the notes. Android train? What's the Android train? I couldn't say Alex C, so I'm saying the Android. We're, we're on the train of Gabe Kid and Alex C. The train. You know when you. You know, something's picking. Someone's picking up steam. You get on oh, the train, okay. the bandwagon. Oh, oh, we're on their their train. Okay, I see. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I thought the match was fun. You know, uh, both teams ended up with ten points, with War Dogs getting the top seed in the little mini tournament to get to the finals. I thought that the uh, this is really funny. So uh, Alex gets kicked uh, with a roundhouse kick and catches it with his massive traps. He catches a kick like that. <laughs> <laughs> that, was so, that was so funny man it's a good match uh, it, it's just a, such a shame that like everybody in a block sucks compared to the b block apparently because what happens in the next night <laughs> yeah uh, well, i mean i don't know that was a fun show it wasn't was it? anything to write home about or anything like now. that so um, what did you think of B block finals, Luke? That that crowd was fucking awesome, dude. They were loud as fuck, and um, you know, I was fun. And in the preliminaries, we got like Ren appearing to beat down show to Umino again. It was like one of those things where House of Torture came out and wrestled, but they didn't have Ren with them. And then he came out later and like beat the shit out of uh, of show to Umino. That was cool. 
you know? Yeah, it was a bit weird. Maybe it was a bit bit of a tease. Like, has he really joined House of Torture? Yes. Yes, he has. <laughs> yes. He, he really has. And you get matches on these nights where Hanma gets, like, trolled in seconds. And then, uh, you know, Shooter gets beat up by House of Torture. <laughs> and then you get another night where... Oh, look, it's Tiger Mask. Yep, he gets trolled oh, by House of Torture and Ren. Yeah. And <laughs> I appreciate sometimes when you watch a lot of wrestling shows in a row when some of the matches are just short. Awesome. So we can go into that. And I, and they've both been House of Torture mat- matches in the last, last few few nights. Well, overall, the whole segment is short. The match is short. You know what I yeah. mean? So, like, all the stuff true. around it is probably, like, 10, 12 minutes. Probably took him uh, 10 minutes to get in the ring. Right. Chompy's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Give up. Um, TMDK versus War Dogs and Ishimori on this night was fucking great. And there was a so funny. Okay, so they're brawling all over the place. And and in this venue, they have a giant projector screen that they're putting all the all the you know, <laughs> videos on. And so um, it's like watching know, a Hitchcock fit. Uh, yeah, Mike, Mikey uh, and the Android get behind it, and you just see their you know their silhouettes. And so they do this hilarious like pantomime fighting behind there, and it's like you know they they're choking each other, and they're doing all this shit behind there, and that shit was so funny. And it almost got ruined because the camera guy was shooting behind the screen. And all of a sudden, he's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he almost ruined it. That was fun. Yeah. Nice little spot. There's there's definitely little nuggets of uh, really creative, fun, interesting ideas. Uh, some of them generally appear in these War Dogs matches. I don't know. They, they're having fun. They're wild, man. They're crazy. They're letting it all hang out there. It's, it's awesome. But, yeah. Should we... Should, what did you think of who is in the finals, by the way? Well, um, you know, there's a couple more things on this show. The Monster Cheese versus ELP and Hikaleo was on this show. And, <laughs> Monster you know, Cheese. Whatever they are. Um, and uh, Archer ain't taking that pin, of course. So, you know, uh, they end up getting the pin on. Um, did he take a single pin? I don't um, think he did. I... I don't know. Probably not, but I, yeah, that's not something he wants to do. <laughs> so, um, but I thought that match was very interesting because there were many times in it and it, it kind of highlighted something that I want to talk about later with ELP and Hikaleo, something they do very well. And like, you know, something, a good thing I have to say about them as a tag team in this match in particular, I couldn't tell who was going to win. Like they had mm. me completely fooled every time there was a false finish. I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Cause it would make perfect sense for monster cheese to get a title shot with the strong titles. Right. So yeah. I thought, oh, of course they're going to get a win so we can have that match, you know, but that wasn't what happened at all. Um, and they got me fooled there. So that was pretty cool. Um, you know, fishermen, they wrestled just two guys on this show. And, uh, you know, the champ shows up to support his boys and dokies on commentary and Taka, He's out there coaching super tall dudes, so he couldn't show up to this one. <laughs> some JTO shit going on. But uh, there's a part in this match where Taichi and Goto are just tearing it up. Just tearing it up, man. You know, And it's like, these guys are pretty good. Yoshihashi hit a destroyer on Taichi in this match, and I was, I was done. I just turned it off. No, you did I, not. I don't even know what happened afterwards. So. You do, and as soon as I watched that <laughs> that finish, I was like, "Oh, 
I mean, that's the final they're going for. And also, they eliminated just two guys. Wow, Andy's going to love this. So, was the plan originally the Aussie Open versus Fisherman? Was that the plan originally? And this was a way to kind of get that match twice at the end of the year. And, but ELP and Hikaleo just slid right into that spot and got the same booking. Is that is that kind of what happened here? Just my my theory. It, it feels realistic. Gato likes his long-term booking. And even if they're not signing dudes to contracts, they've got booking ideas in mind for them and stuff, I guess. So, yeah, it makes sense. But I'm just like, are we doing... Didn't haven't we just done a combined title story? We even did one with the fucking fishermen and the war dogs. Now we're doing a combined title thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of dumb, you know. But it's also dumb to like, you know, because there's another show in here. There's the twelve eight show where it's like the winners of this show get the finals. So there's fishermen versus war dogs or whatever, right? And it's really fun to see fishermen beat up war dogs with their fishing poles. Like <laughs> that was fun. Um, the match was fun, but it reminds me, um, you know, of the greatest promo in the history of our sport, which is from the Android when he told Goto and Yoshihashi. Fuck you. That was the greatest. So um, I don't know. I like that match a lot, but I knew who was going to win. I just like it would make no sense for fishermen to make it to the end and not get the accolade that they're trying to do. They're trying to make them the, the triple, you know, time winners and they're the best, most decorated tag team in the world. And that's got to happen here. So that's that's what I thought was going to happen. Dear New Japan, I am fucking sick of three peats, Kota Ibushi, Hiromu Takahashi, fucking fisherman. Fisher mix, <laughs> mix it up, will ya? Yeah. Oh my goodness, mix it up. That's like yeah. they have the same idea, and they keep using it for everybody, you know. And it's like, listen, again, I'm, I'm. Don't care about World Tag League, so there's no way you're gonna get me like emotional about this in any way, uh, shape, or form. So it's like I when I when this happens, I'm like, ah, it's kind of dumb. But at the same time, I'm like, eh, I don't give a fuck. Look, <laughs> my reaction to these finals was not like to the like the, the final match of the sh we'll cover it properly is fantastic, and it's the best match of the whole fucking tournament too. By the way, <laughs> the final match, I liked it a lot. But that's that's the final, really. But rather than be like kind of apoplectic about it, like Jay White just lost or something like that, I was just like, "That's dumb," and I moved on. So yeah, that's I my mean, level of web tag league as well. <laughs> don't don't spend. You know, I mean, as usual, Luke's pissed about the results of a New Japan, uh, you know, tournament. That's always mm. that is a perennial thing. It always happens. But in this case, it's like. I mean, can't, how pissed are you? How pissed could you possibly be? It's fucking yeah, that's right. So. I'm I'm lukewarm. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, Luke, are you ready to talk about the World Tag League 2023 Finals that was at the Grand Messe Kumamoto? Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, good, uh, good, because that's what we're okay. gonna do. I hope so, because uh, we took 
normal notes for this. So, uh, yeah. hey, look, normal coverage is back. Yay, here we are. And uh, before we do that, we're at the Grand Messi Kunamoto, as you said. But you've done the done us a solid. We've got some yeah. uh, some this, reviews of the building. This venue is one of those like battleship gray, like hold of the ship kind of places. And I, I always love those. They're so funny. But yeah, it turns out that there's a couple people that went there. Um, and I don't think they liked it. So Luke, did you uh, have a Google review for the Grand Messe? I do. And uh, allow me to read it out. I'll just uh, hang on a sec. Put my peepers on. There we go. Although it is, it is a buffet, there are a few types of dishes. Drinks are only water, oolong tea, and iced tea. No dessert. I don't know if the ramen is the main one, but the ramen is also terrible to feel that bag ramen is better. <laughs> 1,000 yen for adults. Children, 800 yen. I felt high. After that, I strongly doubt the hygiene concept of setting the cup with my finger inside. One star. <laughs> so you think that, okay, so the ramen was so bad that he felt high. Is that is that kind of the deal? I mean... No, I think it's like uh, a 1,000 yen for adults, 800 for children. That price is bullshit. I think that's what he's getting at there. Oh, oh. Thanks for going along with me on that. So oh. I also have a Google oh. review, Luke. And it goes, it's it's for the Grand Messe Kumamato. And it goes a little something like this. This place apparently uh, does a lot of children's events and stuff like that. And there was a lot of reviews complaining about children's prices and stuff like that. They were really funny. Everybody was feeling high. So, you know, but here we go. This one goes a little something like this. I went to the dinosaur kingdom at the request of my youngest child. But the entrance fee was expensive, regardless of whether it was an adult or a child. And if you went inside, you would only have to pay extra. It was too shabby. Also, it overlapped with a pro wrestling match. And the people and parking lot were in a wobbly state. And it was the worst. I go there occasionally when there is an event. But I've never been satisfied with any event. One star. Bitch. Oh my god. All right. So man, I fucking hate this place. Hey, there's a show on. You want to go to this place? Yeah, all right. Also, Kunamoto must be the only place in Japan where children don't eat for free. <laughs> I just love it. It's like they hate the prices and they, they get so mad about it. I mean, this guy's never come to our restaurant, children eat at adult prices. That's right. You know, it's fucking it's a it's a restaurant run by Lance Archer. All right. And <laughs> he's like, kids eat for free at my restaurant. <laughs> and it's him that eats for free, it turns out. That's right. All you can eat babies. <laughs> <laughs> that's tremendous Luke oh you want to do the frontier match or you want me to do the frontier zone match alright let's you do the uh, the frontier zone alright Luke it's yeah. a frontier zone match we have Hiromu Takahashi on commentary and uh, there are two guys right, in this match one is Taguchi the other is Bolton Oleg and they are facing two young dudes named Assassin and Kode Nozaki 
and uh, one dude has like this crazy ass like cone head mask thing, you know, and it's like he looks know, like he, he looks he, like what would happen if one of the members of Devo joined the military? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, I was thinking We're like cone heads, you know, uh, oh, yeah. you know, consume most quantities, but uh, he looked like some kind of weirdo, and they were fine. The other dude was very stout. He looked like two Ishis in one person. That's what he looked like. It was wild, man. He, he also was, had the Rikishi costume as well. Yeah, he was. He he had a similar body shape to Rikishi as well. Very wide. Well, and Bol, Bolton Oleg did the workout suplex thing with that giant dude, <laughs> which was great. So hey, uh, there's a backpack double splash from the new guys on Taguchi. Pouts from Nazaki. Uh, Taguchi rolls up hat guy for the win. It's pretty fun. Taguchi is great at making these guys look awesome. Bolton Oleg was also in this match. Yes, he was. Uh, Asosin has the fucking worst wrestling mask I've ever seen in my life. I will really? never forget him. So, huh. wasn't that bad? I mean, you know. it was pretty. It was like, what is that? Like. I feel like I spent most of the match when he was in it looking at his mask and trying to like, what's the deal with that? You'll never forget it. Wrestle. He made That's an impression. Right. You won't That's forget true. it. So, you know, I mean. <laughs> I, mean I mean, the Brian Jonestown massacre made an impression on me too. <laughs> I know. And you'll never forget it. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it's either babyface heat or heel heat. You're getting heat one way or the other, you know? That's, that's true. All right. So that starts at uh, half an hour before the show. And then, uh, the show starts and did, by the way it missed there you go that's the interesting commentary that we bring to the never open podcast yeah. uh, so i watched this live mr guy i know you didn't because the hour was ungodly no one was on the tweety at all it was a ghost town but the english was uploaded really fast did you listen to it in the english yeah, I watched this with English commentary. Chris Charlton and uh, Walker, Texas Stewart, they were live via satellite. They were not there. Um, and, you know, I thought they did fine. Honestly, you know, I listened to Charlton a few times during the show because he had a few kind of like, you know, story things to tell us that we hadn't heard because the whole tournament, you know, uh, we hadn't had an English commentary. If there is, I'm not watching it. And, uh, you know, I just kind of tuned it out other than that, though. I really... You know, I was trying to get through this, Luke, because I want to be done with World Tag League. So, all right. So I'll stop stalling. It was a valid question to ask you, though. For no, it's out. true. It's a good right. point. So next we have uh, it's well, it's Team DK. It's uh, Shane Haste, Mikey Nichols, and Kusai Vegeta versus Master Huato Sobrano Jr. and Atlantis Jr. Haste makes Bolton Oleg and me laugh before the match even starts because right before Haste goes into the ring, he turns to Bolton Oleg, bends over, and just fucking twerks for him right there. <laughs> and I'm just like, what are you, what? And I just start laughing. And I'm like, Bolton Oleg's just like covering his face because he's probably not supposed to show emotion on security detail. Got the giggles. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> it was cool. Yeah. I do like uh, Sobrano's front sliding chop block, though. That's a move that looks like it could go wrong, but I'm glad it doesn't. And there is something uh, really fun seeing the already super cool-looking Kosai Fujita wailing on the biggest dork, Master Wato. Aww. I don't know. 
it's just it's just something in it. It's it's, a, it's it's almost bullying, isn't it? Like he I don't know. slapped the shit out of Water. Like he beat the ever loving shit out of Water, and it was like Water. I mean, that's very kind of you, but you don't have to do oh, that. Yeah. So, so uh, Wato's bumping around like mad for while Kurso Vegeta just whoops his ass, and uh, uh, Haste and Mikey even uh, help Vegeta get a fucking gnarly looking German suplex on uh, onto Wato. So, shouldn't uh, even work. That shouldn't work on Wato at all. He should just kick out at one or zero. Yeah, but he does kick out. He it, exactly once once a move becomes your finisher. If anyone does a version of that move on you, now that's like Done it doesn't work. affect you anymore. That's that's wrestling one hundred and one. Come on, what are you doing, Wato? Yeah, he's on his way to the Grandmaster. He's just, he hasn't he hasn't figured Still that out yet. Yeah, you know. But of course, Wato's going to make him pay for that. High angle German, one of my favorite finishes. I love it. And he pins Kosa Fujita, of course. Fujita looked awesome in that match. He got to kick out of the Recita Mente, too, which was surprising to everyone, including Watto. You know, he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's like, cool, bro. Give you the high angle German. You're going to die now. And uh, I loved it because Watto took a beating, but he also was like, well, you can hit me as much as you want, but I'm going to kill you. So it's fine. I like, I like the idea of a cocky. Kosai Fujita, he kicks out of the Reseda Mente and just quietly says to Wato, I'm on excursion. I'm allowed to kick out now. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. It's like, cool, bro. You know, dumps him on his head. Yeah, also, right. cool, <laughs> at the beginning of this match, Something amazing happened. And man, I just, I need video of this just to watch. Okay, usually when, when anyone comes out with water, they're, they either ignore him or they're like, oh, I got to tag with this guy. You know, these CMLL guys are like, I fucking love Watto. They're throwing around on the way to the ring. They're high-fiving each other. They're oh, hugging too. each other. Oh, yeah, and like Watto's like, man, these guys like me. You know, and I think part of it was because uh, after that match, Soberano and Atlantis got to go home. So they were like, <laughs> you know, they were like, whatever. We're whoever we're tagging with. We are bros because you know, I want to get the fuck out of here. So, and we're not involved in the finish. So, see ya. Soberano was so fucking sloppy in that match he was he was like i'm going home let's just not die okay <laughs> let's get it done <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh next luke we have war dogs folly and jack bonza versus bonza. monster cheese suzuki and nagata all right <laughs> so cheese. gabe kid has been crushing it on twitter we of course had that whole thing where he had that hilarious you know picture of him that looks like Shota Umino with his face all stretched out but um you know he's been ripping these guys uh as much you know on Twitter as well but he's having so much fun flipping the crowd out off that he's late to get announced like they have to wait for him to get in the ring and the announcer's like come on bro you know <laughs> yeah, it was really funny but he was having fun you know <laughs> so um so monster sauce have a literal monster with them in a lab coat it's like a bug monster it looks like that bug monster dude from uh, ninja turtles what was his yeah, name like um baxter you know, or something baxter kind of but like a more monstrous version of him you know yeah um but that was unexplained and it, also, it played no part in the match so also this i have a problem with with right i've got two problems one the monster looks cool i'm into it but why aren't archer and taco dude holding bottles of sauce 
and just just gone all over the monster. Two, why isn't this a wrestler under the monster right. mask yeah. and helps? Who were they wrestling? Bullet Club. Oh, yeah. oh no, the monster's really a wrestler, and they save the day. And that kind of yeah. could have been. Or the, why not? Why not start the match with Wardog killing the monster? You know, and oh, that's my bro. Now we got a match. You know, I don't, even if we don't get the reveal, like Irish whip that monster into mm-hmm. people or scoop so, slam him onto a bullet club or onto Archer, you know, something. And the reason that you were thinking of Baxter or Stockman, I think his name was, is yeah. uh, because this, this monster is in a lab coat for mm. reasons unknown. So he is a scientist monster. Archer and Suzuki tagged together in last year's tournament, which is uh, something I don't think we talked about this whole tournament. So they are, you know, <laughs> on the same team here. They're tagging together once again. And Fale and Archer start for some big man shoulder tackles. Wardog gets in. Um, you know, th- it says, my, my note says, Wardog's in pants for this match. So they were wearing pants. Um, the jeans. They look like dogs. <laughs> Hooligans. The Android and Yuji Nagata wrestle, and uh, Nagata gets a pop for outsmarting Alex C, which is good. Uh, Bullet Club cheat, and everybody fights. Zuki gets a hot tag and goes at it with Gay Kid. And that's like kind of the star of this little match right here is because we remember many times Gay Kid being like, Oh, hello, hello, Mr. Suzuki, sir. Can I can I lead you to the back, sir? Can I show you where the back is? And, and Suzuki'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'll show you where my fucking elbow is," and blast him in the face. Right? Used to happen all the time. It's this so, chain, little bitch. Yeah, and kids like, "Oh, I, I want to get revenge." And so there's, you know, we've talked about many times the thousands of mini storylines in New Japan. This is one of them. You know, so and I like that a lot. So. Bonza tries to do a forearm battle with Suzuki and gets absolutely murdered. Monster Sauce get their cool moves in on Bonza, and Suzuki uh, gets a gotcha-style pod driver, blackout thingy for Monster Sauce. Uh, Zane pins Bonza, and they get the win. Yes, yes, they do. I like Bonza. It was good seeing another Aussie in New Japan. So you know. Can't get enough of them. I mean, how many Aussies they got? A lot of them. A lot That's of right. Aussies. That's right. AEW is poaching from New Japan, and uh, New Japan's poaching from uh, from Australia. So, I don't know. That's how it works. But by the way, if you look at a map, Japan is like up higher technically on, on a map than Australia, and so it's the shadow of its penis is now. All right. Anyway, <laughs> next we have. Wow, they're higher up in the card tonight. We have the Young Lion Bros. Oscar Lueb and Yudo Nakashima, the broken arm young line, versus apparently Ishii and Yanni, according to my notes. No, it's not Yanni. It's Yano. We like Yano. We don't like Yanni. He sucks. It's not bad. But they're tagging together, all those guys. A musician would say that, though. Like, get out of here. Yeah, it's like new age music. It's very relaxing. So. Plus that it's mustache. Not- you got to respect the mustache. Come on. Mm-hmm. Don't play the mustache card with me, Mr. Guy. And uh, they're versing Great Khan on the Cobb, Hanare, and Newman. So it's a lot of things on the Great Khan there. Uh, there's something I really liked in this match. <laughs> what are you doing, man? And I love seeing that Great Khan sit on Yano in the corner. But the corner is. On the exposed turnbuckle! Oh my god! <laughs> so not only does that hurt more because it's exposed, 
but it's also extra humiliating because it's on the exposed corner and Yano's supposed to be really smart, you see. That's great. There's a really fun spot here where where, uh, uh, Callum goes to Irish whip bloody Cobb into the corner. (laughs) No, he's not doing it. (laughs) And and I'm like, yep, that's exactly right. So So Hanare grabs Cobb's other arm. Yanked him, Irish whip, awesome. I like that. <laughs> Sending and it sends Cobb straight into Yano's butt because, you know, strong style, New Japan, king of sports. There you go. They did the hoe train <laughs> spot to Yano's back while while he was like right after he got sat in the corner. That was really funny. <laughs> There's a really cool part where uh, Oscar Lueb body slams Cole and uh, Cole. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see him body slam Michael Cole. Like, why not? But he body Adam. slams it. And Adam Cole. No, Adam Cole would get injured again. <laughs> God, I wish I wish his body matched his charisma. It's like, he's got a really he's lot of He's been around forever, with... man. These guys, they keep signing these guys, and they got, like, lots of miles on them. I'm not saying that. That not every, you know, I mean, this, it takes a long time to be that great at wrestling, and those guys have been around a long time. So, yeah, that is <laughs> that's true. But Oscar Loeb, he did body slam Jeff Cobb. There we go, which yeah. was cool. But you know what happens if you do some kind of power move to Jeff Cobb, especially if you're a young lion or Honma for your impudence, <laughs> you're getting a tour of the islands, which does happen. And then Ishii, he just starts starship post-match. He doesn't even care that everyone on his team is out and halfway down to the back. Oh, no. Of course, Yudo has, uh, has Oscar Lueb, their bros. They lead each other to the back. Oh, it's so adorable. I love it. But Ishii's just like, uh, I'm going to pick a fight, and let's see how that goes. Oh, every member of the Empire is surrounding me. I'm going to get stomped. Yeah, he does. And then I guess that's how they go title shot, question mark. Yeah. Okan on the cob and Hanari, they seem to want a title shot. Um, this match had a few things that I found just amazing. I thought there was some amazing shit in this. Like, for example, Oscar Lueb, he hits the biggest big boot of his entire career. That sends <laughs> Newman spinning into space. That shit was awesome, dude. And, like, right after that, Nakashima like helped Oscar get that big slam on Cobb and then like holds off Great Okan, like, come on, get him, Oscar, get him, you know? They're cheering each other on. I thought that was so cool. But then Jeff Cobb did something I've never seen before. I've never seen this, all right? I mean, like, I may have seen one of these things, but not both. So Oscar Loeb, he goes for another big boot. He's like, oh, this is working for me. I'm going to kick Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb catches the big boot, uses that as a ripcord to pull in oscar and then lariats him to the mat and then hits a lariat on him while he's down so he lariats him to the mat boom stands up and falls to the mat with another lariat on the guy who's already laying down that was fucking awesome that's fucking gnarly man i love that that was so cool man um i thought that match was pretty fun you know like i said the crowd was pretty hyped in this you know for the show and yeah they're hanging out in the belly of a giant ship they're they're ready for a good time you know i'm really happy that this turned out to be a pretty pretty good show because andy's like it's the final night let's take normal notes i'm like oh okay and then you know 
It was easy. And you, you have to do everything I say. It's in the contract. I do. I do. It's in, it is, it is in there. It's in the accords. Very important. So, well, next Luke, um, you have to be, you have to be quiet while I do this next one. Okay. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> it's Shota Umino and Tiger Mask versus Show and Renderita. What was, no, actually I was kidding, but Luke, like you saw this match and you were like, oh, well, I mean, you know, Show's definitely getting pinned, right? By Tiger Mask. <laughs> right? No, poor Tiger Mask is what I thought straight away. And this is the part where House of Torture out to shows music and Ren's nowhere to be sound. I thought that was on a different night, but he's nowhere to be seen. So Evil leaves Dick leaves and Dick Togo comes out to the ring with Show like, oh, we're going to wrestle, right? So Show explains on the microphone that Ren Narita has deemed his opponents not worthy. And, and the fans are like, boo. And he's like, oh, oh, and you're not worthy either. Like, it's not just these guys. It's the whole crowd. You're not worthy to see him wrestle. And so, you know, I thought that was pretty cool. He trashes the hometown mascot, and they all start fighting. And Kenta Sato's ref in this match, and he's like, hey, this isn't a match. So I don't know what we're doing. He stands on the apron as if to say... This ain't a match, guys. So they, so Tiger Mask and Show just start wrestling like it's a match. <laughs> it's so funny. And Kenta Santos just stay on the apron like, no, we haven't. It's not. So Death Rider on Show, but no. Renderita appears, chokes out Show to Umino. He has fun beating up Show to Umino. He's smiling. We get all kinds of House of Torture shenanigans. X Factor on Tiger Mask. All oh, this, the bell does finally ring. X Factor on Tiger Mask. You know you're dealing with it. And House of Torture did. <laughs> you know? Poor Tiger Mask. Uh, he's caught in the crossfire of these two youths. Yeah, <laughs> two youths, yes. Yes, he is. Oh, my God. You know what makes me happy? You get to cover a House of Torture match. You know, I, I get to cover a House of Torture match. Yay! Yay. Maybe that's the nice and, thing about them having extra members. We get more. Well, members. and not only that, but like referee Marty Asami is in this match as well so oh, yeah very awesome this match uh, <laughs> you just we just saw evil and everybody out and it's like here's his music again oh it is uh tomawaki homa ryohai iwa and kaido kia mia versus uh, yoshinobi kanemaru fucking you son of a bitch yujiro uh, takahashi and Evil. Oh. <laughs> Evil. There we go. All right. So, <laughs> uh, and House of Torture is going to start their bullshit. Like they're going to continue where they left off because Ryoha Iwa he gets suplexed onto the mat. Ouch! Or oh, not onto the mat, onto the fucking hardwood floor. Ouch! Ch <laughs> Chumpy is apoplectic at the fake bell hammer because he's busy counting one, two. Wait, what? I didn't finish this match. Who's usurping my power? I will not have this. No, 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 no. That's right. He's fucking going nuts. He's not happy about that at all. Well, you know, oh, my God. Dick Tucker deserves, he deserves any chumping he gets, oh. you know, so. Oh, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dick Togo. I love that man. But uh, if we look, Honma, poor Honma, he got trolled the other night. He's getting trolled again. But at least this time we get to see him do Kokeshi on evil. But uh, 
there is a whiskey spit from Kanemaru and an everything is evil on Hanma, of course. Akia, Mia, and Iwa, they just get stomped on after the match. Yeah. Until, until Shooter comes out and he makes the save. Oh, he gets some revenge on Ren Narita. Ooh. And then House of, Do- House of Dogs? <laughs> House of Torture run away like uh, government dog meals. So, yeah, there you go. What did you think of Shota Umino's ponytail? No. No? Okay. You know, it's not It's not heroic. It's not a heroic or, you know, ponytail. I don't know. If you go, just, just get a haircut, dude. That's you know, th- there was a lot of really good camera work throughout this whole, you know, angle between Renarita and Shota Umino. A lot of, like, you know, one of them right close up to the camera with the other one in the distance, like, fuck you, you know, that kind of thing. They did that quite a bit, and that stuff was great. Um, I like this match. It was fun. Poor Hanma. Like, Hanma is like, oh, I'm going to get the Kokeshi. No. And then Dick Togo karate chops him in the dick. But, every, but the you know, the Noah guys, they help Hanma, like, get back up. And they're like, all right, let's fucking do this. They help him get the assisted uh, Kokeshi, rocket Kokeshi. And then he goes up to the top rope, like he's going to hit the top rope Kokeshi. And that's when Kanemaru spits Suntory Surprise in his fucking face like a piece of shit. So I was really mad. You're um, a fucking asshole, Kanemaru. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> it's the heel So, like you said, there's a beatdown. That shit was funny. But uh, next week, we have the Writers of Anger versus <laughs> the Dream Team of Okada and Tanahashi. So, Okada, the WWE rumors are heating up. So, at the beginning of the match, Marty Asami walks over to Okada and is like, hey, man, you want to give me the scoop? You know, Okada won't talk to him backstage, so he figures he's got to talk to me now. But Okada won't tell anyone but Dave Meltzer. So Marty is not happy about that. And the authors of Anger beat the shit out of Okada. And it's like, wow, like Okada's just taking it and like bouncing all over the place and doing all kinds of shit. And I I couldn't believe it. Then, like, after they're done beating him up, one of the dudes pins Okada with his boot. And Marty is like, well, fuck you. You're not going to tell me what's going on with your trade rumors or whatever. I'll count the pins. So he starts counting the pins. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. So I uh, drive you to every venue on the New Japan bus. <laughs> I even stop when you want to go to the toilet, champ. Shit. You think Okada rides the bus? I don't think so. Yeah, no. Uh, There's no way. Uh, we get a patented, hilarious balancing over all the ropes tag in from the ace, which is hilarious. This match is really good. It's It's... Just not one I'm super, like, into or anything like that. But uh, Okada uh, slams one of the writers of violence, and he sells his back for a while before trying anything else. And uh, we have a really scary botch right here, okay, where – okay, so Okada runs in at the – or no, it's the it's the author – no, it's Okada. He's running at one of the authors of anger, all right, and dude is, is like, going to hit a spear, I guess. But Okada thinks it's, a, a, you know, back body drop. So Okada just almost goes face first into the mat. <laughs> it's like, wow, that's don't do that to Okada. And there was actually a couple botches in this match from authors of anger. And uh, it was kind of like, yikes, guys, careful with the fucking top guys over here. So, you know, it, it is what it is, but could have been bad. But armpit slam on Okada. What? He's going to lose, but no, Tanahashi's in to break up the pin. He hits a bunch of sling blades. Okada hits a whopper Rainmaker on this dude. And what was great about the Rainmaker, dude must have heard duck one 
or something because he goes to like kind of duck it. Another one of these little miscommunications that happen in this match. But instead, Okada's like, no, <laughs> it just wails, dude. Kind of like in the shoulder, sort of, but it looked awesome. It looked like he was actually trying to get away. A uh, little respect after the match, Okada gets the pin, you know. I like that uh, you told me about what Okada is like from uh, someone who trained with him, right? And uh, what's it like to be in a submission hold? Oh, it's really snug. Like, he'll, he'll take care of you and all that kind of stuff. But I can also imagine, like, hey, you botched that move and I'll fucking hurt myself. Here's your receipt. Fucking smack. That seemed similar Ex- to... The, yeah, that's yeah. The extra stank rainmaker. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. You think uh, you think he, like, is, like, yelling stank, you know, like, in his mind when he does that? Because he's got the stank belt, you know? <laughs> For how, for how much longer though? Ooh. Oh no! All right. So here we go. This is you, our, uh, well. Hang yeah. on. What what about this World Tag League Finals video package, Luke, with ska music? It was like, what is up with the music and all of these videos? The music is always so goofy, and I love it. It's so funny. <laughs> By the way, World Tag League, where's your music? We want songs for all of this. No. What would this? It would be so shitty, dude. It's Come on. Benny Hill. Benny Hill music. Or it's just a, it's like a drum beat, you know, it's like, get a job. In like four bars of that. And then all of a sudden, and that's the song. I don't know why you're talking about that yet, because we've got just five guys versus LIJ next. Oh shit. My bad. Yeah, I'm trying to skip just five guys. I am fired. And Lij, you're double. You're I mean, rehired and fired again. They don't. They and, think and then rehired cool. again. They think they're cool, but they're not just five guys. That's right. Well, it is just five guys. We've got Taka. We've got Doki. We've got Sonata. We've got yeah. Yuya Uramura and Aichi, the Holy yeah. Emperor, versus all of Lij minus Hiromu. So we've got Shingo, the Never Champ, hell yeah. Shingo, Bushi, Naito. Oh my God, why am I blanking on names today? And Yoda Suji with featuring Pirate Man because, you know, he's not in the group. Everybody Fact, was wearing pirate stuff too, even Bushi, but not Naito. He's like, I don't give a fuck about pirates. I'm going to tell you something that's going to shock you. Crowd really likes Naito. What? <laughs> So uh, we get the people who have long-standing feuds with other people kind of thing to start off with. You know, you got Sonata, oh. Naito, then you got Yuya and Yota, Yota Suji, then you got you know, Shingo and Taichi, which is kind of my fave. I'm biased. That's never as fuck. And then uh, <laughs> Taka comes in, just kind of cheekily pokes Shingo in the eyes, and then he and Doki start double-teaming the never-open champion? <laughs> what? Then, then Doki gets a taste of uh, Never Though. He just gets like a uh, punch in the face and lariated right down to the mat. And I'm like, oh, uh, you normally I, I don't like that, but uh, I'm allowed it because it's an it is an open weight title. That's right, Doki. Get Doki, some. Come on, Doki. Come on, man. You thought you you know what it's like now to be in the ring with the Never Chance. He's, ne- he's never as fuck. He is. I do like seeing uh, Naito uh, on the outside. He's choking Sonata with Tai Chi's microphone stand. So that's making me laugh. 
Uh, <laughs> Zandikin Jr. does a lion salt on Doki, and I hate him. How dare you? Because uh, it looked kind of, the landing looked kind of gnarly too. So I was just like, no, don't hurt my boy. Doki's made of tough stuff, Luke. He's made of sterner stuff. Uh, Doki. <laughs> he also calls him Dookie. I heard that. Who did that? The pirate. Fuck pirates. You know, <laughs> that guy, you know, it's funny. At the beginning of that match, uh, LIJ didn't do the salute. Because they couldn't, because that dude's there. They want to save that to the end, you know. Yeah, so I like that. I that was funny. <laughs> There's a paradise lock on Bushi, and rather than Shingo <laughs> sell the drop toe hold like normal, he does the whoa <laughs> first, then comically falls. That's the never open champion, by the way. Doing oh, that, that was and, so uh, funny. I'm allowed. That was fucking funny. I loved it. <laughs> There's a Zack driver on Bushi by. Taka Michinoku, but uh, Yoda Suji breaks it up with a kick right to the face. I'm like, ouch. <laughs> oh my god. Doki's back and he hits a hits an in he gets hit with a gnarly looking dive by the pirate guy. Yeah. Like Doki's hug like not even facing the ring. He's like hugging the railing. You know, like he's at a rock concert or something, and then Xander Ken Jr. just kind of splats on top of him, and I'm just like, nah. Nah. Fuck you. Don't dare do that. <laughs> but uh, in, in case you were know, surprised, this is a surprise finish, Mr. Guy, because there's an MX on. <gasps> yeah, Taka Mitsunoku. <laughs> Poor guy. You know, I, this match was fun because it's, it's a Wrestle Kingdom preview match, right? Oh, yeah. And like, you know, they teased a lot of stuff. What, what it seems to be the story is between Sonata and Naito, besides all the personal shit, is. Can Sonata avoid the neck torture, right? Because, like, in this match, he's trying to, he's doing a great job, you know, of getting away from it. And then Naito hits the hip toss on the knee and he's fucked, right? And it's like he's got to tag out. That's when Taka gets in the win or to lose, excuse me, the heat of the win. But uh, after the match, Xander Can Jr. gets the salute. But after the uh, show, they did clarify that doesn't mean he's in LIJ. That means that that, uh, you know, Naito is giving him a chance. That's what that means. Oh, <laughs> see, I'm glad you listened to the uh, English version of this because I had no idea what show said at the start. Yeah. And not only did I know, not know, the fucking Tweety, like if Chris is doing stuff, right, and he's not watching the show or whatever, well, then usually Global picks up the slack and translates shit. They're busy well, making a title. Yeah, that's right. They're too busy. They're, they're clanging and banging. <laughs> Well, now we get the World Tag League Finals video package where it's this fucking ska music. And it's, they tell us how we got to where we are today. And we get our main event match, which is ELP and Hikaleo versus the fucking Fisherman. Now, listen. So this is like one of the biggest things, points I want to make about Hikaleo and ELP is that they have been so good at false finishes. And, you know, that's kind of like – it's like, you know, how we say, oh, Tom Tong is great at the fire-up, right? And that's like the one thing he does great. This is one thing that these two as a tag team have truly become great at. It's really good. And so they, there's a lot of – 
I, I, you know, I knew fishermen were going to win this. Yeah, I mean, you just you fucking know, right? I mean, they're going to yes. win. Why would why would they not win? This doesn't make any sense. So, also, this is not for titles. This is just for the the tournament. So, you know, like I said, you're thinking at this point that maybe fishermen winning is a way to get back to Aussie Open, right? Fishermen win the tournament for the first time anybody's ever done that. Then they get to choose their opponent. So they could choose anybody. They could choose the Young Bucks. They could choose FTR. They could choose Iska and Taichi. You know, it could be anybody, right? So we'll see what happens. I mean, maybe something exciting will happen. Um, so before the match, there is respect between these two tag teams. Uh, Yoshihashi and ELP, they start the match. And there's some really good stuff here. Hikaleo and Goto crush it at the beginning. It's really good, you know, yeah. for sure. Fisherman suplex Hikaleo on the ELP. What a bunch of dicks. Fisherman team up on ELP, and he gets a big assisted moonsault, his big assisted moonsault, and goes under the ring for some chairs. This is fun. So he pulls out a chair. Hikaleo's like, no, no, no. But you're not you, – it's good storytelling because you're not sure if he's saying, no, we're good guys or not because he's, you know, he says no. So ELP pulls out another chair, and he goes, no. And and Hikaleo's like, no, 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 wait a second. And he pulls out a table and he's like, this. I love that. That was so fun. So ELP tries a big splash through the table, but Goto spoils it. He is the buzzkill of this entire match. He spoils everything. You that know? dude's held together by duct tape and you know it. So you know he's not taking that. Yeah, well, we'll see, you know. So a big heavyweight uh, uh, Larry Orr from Hikaleo and Goto. And Goto whips the crowd into a frenzy, a frenzy with this stuff. There's a big chop battle between Yoshihashi and ELP, and that leads to ELP's high-flying stuff, which is all really good as usual. ELP and Hikaleo get the UFO spin kicky thing and sudden death and a choke slam on Yoshihashi. He's going to lose. They go for the splash, but Yoshihashi gets his knees up. Oh, Hikaleo almost makes my dream come true. All right. He goes for an awesome bomb through the fucking table on the outside on Goto. <laughs> and guess what? It doesn't happen. I was so mad. I was like, come on, kill Goto, please. <laughs> oh, Goto totally spoils it like a jerk. So there's a top rope Liger bomb from ELP on Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi's taking bumps over here. Goto's like, nope, not going to do it, you know. So, um, but it, this is really neat. So top rope Liger bomb from ELP on Yoshihashi, but Goto breaks up the pin on that one. Then ELP is about to go to the top rope for a huge move, but Hikaleo says, no, I will do this. And he goes to the top rope and just eats shit, of course. Of course. <laughs> Hey, it, it looked horrible, but I'm like, I see what you're doing, and this match has been good. I'm I'm allowed this. <laughs> Dumb time to do that, you know, but it is what it is. So uh Goto tags in versus ELP and he hits some move some of his moves and puts on an arm submission on ELP. Now, if you remember, it's been a long time since he's used that arm submission. We used to joke that he did, he had to like remember how to do it every time he did it because he rarely <laughs> did it, you know? And uh so he did that arm submission. It's been a long time since we've seen that. A great rope break spot right there. ELP tries to get Never, but he's too weak, Luke. So Goto just fucks him up. He's like, well, fuck you. Fisherman tried the Shoto for the first time here, and Hikaleo intervenes, but he gets destroyed. Um, we get a Shoto, and Hikaleo breaks it up the pin. Um, but it, it's a little late here. He's a little late on the breakup, but you know, ELP kicks out, so it's kind of like, 
it was three, but it's fine. You know, it wasn't too egregious, you know. Um, I thought that was fine. At least AOP kind of had that split second wherewithal and be like, oh, he's not making it. All right. Yeah, yeah. I know it's not the finish. So. Right. And he didn't look very happy about it. But anyway, uh, Hikaleo tries a powerbomb, and Fisherman team up to hit uh, hit the Shoto through the table on fucking Hikaleo. So that looked really ouchy for Hikaleo because his head just scraped the side of the table. Like, everybody landed great except for Hikaleo, whose head landed on the corner edge of the table. It was ouch. It's a Japanese table. It doesn't matter yeah. how many people are involved in going through it. One of those people are getting hurt. Yeah, That's true. He -hmm. scrapes his head. It looks like it's ouchy. Now ELP's left alone with the most powerful tag team in the world, Luke. What's going to happen? He fires up, but he's way too fucked. He fights out of a Shoto and hits one of his own on Goto for a two count. He hits his own Shoto just like Goto. He can do it alone without his tag partner. And what he does, he, he like does flips, making Goto end up like draped over Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi's back. And yeah, then, it's amazing. Yeah, and then boom, that was so cool, man. Yoshikiroshi on Goto from ELP, but he's up at one because that's his move. That's so, right. right. Goto knows what's up. Yeah. Sudden death on Goto, and ELP hits a CRT. You sure this is it? I, I thought this was the end right here. I mean, we've already gone through tables. We've already done everything, right? But no, it's not the end. Goto kicks out. Fuck you, ELP. Super bulldog. But ELP just rolls over and smiles because he's completely spent. But he does the like, you know, just I'm just barely rolling over, you know, defiant uh, pin breakup or uh, kick out. It was an amazing kick out. So I love well that. So super double move from Fisherman and Goto pins ELP for the win. Luke Fisherman are the first champions to ever win World Tag League. And the first team to win three in a row, World Tag League is truly the lamest tournament in New Japan. <laughs> it is. But if they're going to end with matches like this, I'm, I can't be too mad. Uh, actually, I can because that's a lot of World Tag League shows in a row. God dang it. But anyway, <laughs> I know he, he, he took, the, took the pin, but who's the biggest star in this match? Yeah, it's uh, ELP, it's Phantasmo. Yeah, it was great. He managed, like, he brought a creativity out in all of the people around him. Like, that that Shoto that he does is just, that was so, that was, uh, I just, it, it was just like another watershed moment for him. Like, that, that triple threat junior title match that we saw where he was, like, usually the one in the ring taking the beating while the other two kind of you know threw each other out. And he was like the big linchpin for that match. He's the big linchpin for this match too. And he's just absolutely fantastic. He's I don't know I know he's still green, but you put him with El Fantasmo and it looks like as we watch him, he's doing different things. He's looking a little better. You know, he's he, He's, he's trying things here and there, and I just think like he's the most interesting of uh, Fatu's sons to watch at the moment. Maybe it's that LP factor, but I, I, I love the team. I love El Fantasmo. Like, this is a star-making performance right here, and, and, and it was mostly like him selling. Mm-hmm. And his selling was fantastic because he, he's, he's like, eh, with his arm, I'm going it's just, to, it's just a flesh wound, you know? I'm just going to, ah, 
Fantastic. So, yes, I I even said to charities, this matches on. I was like, fishermen are in the finals. They're winning this. But they did have me on the edge of my seat. And I credit a lot of that to El Fantasmo, just some of those finishes with the shoulder up and everything. It was really good. Well, so, World Tag League is a success. Got through it with, you know, no injuries that we know of. Matches were all fine. You know, um, I, I really don't have anything else to say about it. Do you have anything else to say about World Tag League overall? Overall? No. It was fine. It was a league of tagging that I watched. I feel, like, relieved. Like, I don't, yeah. want, any, I don't want any part of World Tag League. Look, so, we the, did our the, best. There's just one part I wanted to whinge, bitch, moan about. It's, it's not a big deal. It's fine. Because I'm glad... ALP's on the card. But post-match, <clears throat> Bishamon, they get on the mic and they say something like, oh, we've beaten you once, you've beaten us once, let's have the rubber match at Wrestle Kingdom. And I'm like, really? Is that is that what we're doing? I told Charity what, what was happening and, and Charity's answer to that was, really? They could do, they could, they could pick anyone or anything and uh, yeah and they're not getting 40 minutes at the dome i don't think yet, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh also they're combining the titles again what's why have two sets of titles if you're going to continuously combine the dang things i i'm confused about the strong titles because like one of them's part of a triple crown at aew now or something the other ones are getting you know gonna maybe be combined with the world tag league i don't know you know i mean i just new japan's got all these titles and they don't know what the fuck to do with half of them so i i understand why they have to do what they're doing i don't i don't think that Fisherman versus god in this form is like a big money match or anything um, but you got to think that like ELP and Hikaleo are going to win that, right? I mean, they have to. If they if they don't, it's just another accolade for fishermen. And what else could do they need? What else do they need? You know. This is pretty much my opinion of Hiromu Takahashi. Even though, like, come on, I love him. He's amazing. But uh, and was used to be some of my problems with Kota Ibushi. And yes, I, I love him too. But how many accolades does they need to be showered, have showered upon them before we're just like, all right, cool. They're over. They're over. It's done. Now yeah. get someone else over or use them to get other people over now that they're over. Can we Which do I that guess now? that's what they're trying to do, you know, so to be fair, is they're trying to yeah. do that with ELP. But I would argue that ELP is already over, you know, oh, yeah. and, and that Hikaleo kind of is intrinsically getting a reaction no matter what he does just because of his size. He's a big man, yeah. And you know, um, I just really hate to think that this all happens and all this work's put in on Hikaleo just for him to go somewhere else. That would be frustrating. I'd be okay with that because I don't really care, you know, to see him that much. I don't, I'm not really like into him as a wrestler that much, but I mean, that just seems like where we're going is that they're going to put all this work into him and then he's just going to go somewhere else. So. Yeah. Yeah. I hope not. I hope he sticks around a little bit. And I also hope, you're right, and that uh, ALP and Nicolai get the win, mostly so I can see El Fantasma get a really fucking cool moment and actually win a proper New Japan title. Yeah, plus fuck Fisherman. 
You know, yeah. it's like the, the rich get richer. You know what I mean? Yoshihashi, one of the richest men, one of the, you know, as far as titles go, he is breaking records. He's doing things that's never been done, Luke. Yoshihashi is. Remember when he got the stank belts for the first time, like a year and a half ago or two years ago or something? Yeah, and it was like the longest reign of the stank belts ever. <laughs> and it got real stanky. That, that made them stankier. <laughs> you know, it's not the stank belts that make the man stanky. It's the man that makes the stank belts stanky. That's right. <laughs> so... And... Uh... Feels like everyone's a little unwashed when they have the stank belts as well. There, so. yeah. Okada looks all gross. Marty, that's maybe that's why Marty was mad at him because he smelled bad because he was stanky. You know, so it is absolutely possible. But yeah, uh, I'm all right with it. It's fine. Like it's not. It, it's not one of those things where I'm just like, oh, my head's going to explode because we're getting this match for the third time in less than a month. <laughs> Oh man. I mean, you know where my war dogs at? They're my boys I mean, for real. Where are my dogs at for real? Yeah. So yeah. well anyway, Luke, you know, I, I do have a question for you, something I forgot to mention earlier that is off subject a little bit. But yeah. it's about just five guys. So just five guys have been around for about a year. You know, we started the year off with just four guys, right? Has that been the best? You know, I mean, I know we're going to talk about this on the year-end thing, you know, and the best of this, that, everything. But has that been the best storyline in New Japan this year? Yeah, I think so for me. I'll, I've, I've loved it. But I've also loved kind of House of torture kind of stuff too. I don't know. It's just been in my wheelhouse because it's something different in New Japan. And I just like the reactions they get. But, yeah, uh, I'd say it's – it's been an awesome faction because not only do I love Tai Chi and oh, Doki, Taka's pretty good too, but New Japan kind of like might have done it the long way, but they turned me around and made me kind of be like, you know what, Sonata? All right, fine. Let's, okay. let's go. Fair enough. And, you know, I wouldn't say I'm like his number one fan or anything, but I like Sonata and that's, that's as far as I'll go. Well, I was, I was talking about storylines, you know, but not yeah. specifically the faction, but is that, but, you know, with Kanemaru turning the, the, on the just five guys, that's amazing. that's probably the best storyline of the year, right? Oh. Yeah, I'd say so. It's probably been my favorite thing. It's like, it's, oh my God, my new, my new favorite faction is feuding with my other new favorite faction. And it's better than the strong style. You know, storyline. I think Watto and Desperado is also a very good storyline as well. Absolutely. I mean, it none of it pales though in compare. I mean, all of it pales in comparison to, um, you know, the the fisherman winning World Tag League for the third time. Though. I mean, that is the ultimate storyline. Here's another thing that's weird to me. Like I've been watching this this promotion regularly since 2017, and so I've watched. Most most of the tournaments, I may have, before the podcast, I might have skipped a World Tag League or two. That's that's what I'm saying. But, you know, and I've watched all these tournaments, the champion being involved in all of these, usually. And the first time I see a champion that, that win a tournament, it's not Okada, it's not Tetsuya Naito, it's not even Hiromu or Kota Ibushi, it's the fucking Fisherman. Wow. 
<laughs> wow, well done. So, you know. Yeah, it is what it is. Well, as she says, everything can change in an instant. <laughs> well, we got two shows coming up at Kurgan Hall to get us ready for the oh, big yeah. Wrestle Kingdom show. And I found something very interesting. So, um, you know, the first night is going to be the 18th of, of uh, December. And interesting thing on New Japan uh, 1972.com, they have all of the cards, of course, have been announced, but they also have everyone's year end records. So, I'll, if as we go through this, maybe I'll mention some of these records that are interesting if I see anything there. Like, you know, for example, in singles matches, Zack Sabre Jr. is 34, 6 and 1. Pretty good. Oh. 80, 82%. You know, uh, in tag matches, he's only 54, 45 and 1. How cool is that? They have all this in here. That's pretty great. That's so, like, you, uh, I see that all the time in AEW, but I feel like it's not as important in AEW as it would be, say, in like a kind of more sports oriented presentation of AEW. Yeah, I think this oh, is. Sorry, a, uh, New Japan. But yeah, it's fun. fun. It's just a fun thing to do at the end of the year, you know? So uh, I think AEW does it like all the time and tries yeah. to act like it's part of their story yeah. or something like that. But uh, yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. See, I don't like I, that's it's stupid. By the way, these shows are on the twenty uh, first and the twenty second. Not that's the that's what I meant. That's <clears> what but I uh, those kind of things like they're fun to keep track of. Like yeah, at the end of the year or something like not year round. Guess what? Heels do more often in wrestling. They lose more because like the good guys got to overcome and win, right? So their win loss records aren't going to be as good. You don't want to highlight that. Oh my goodness! Yes, it's pretty dumb. Well, Luke, the uh, you know one of these matches is going to be the Frontier Zone, and uh, we have an explanation now on the wrestler Masked Horse, who we saw last year as well. In fact, <laughs> Masked Horse was uh, one of the names on the you know that's right, folks. It's the Never Open Podcast year end blah blah blah. Like Masked Horse, Masked Horse. Yeah. So I mean. Masked Horse is making a triumphant return to the podcast. And on the website, they now have an explanation as to his gimmick. And I will read it for you. It says, uh, abandoned by his parents, raised by horses, abandoned by them as well. Before being taken in as a pro wrestler, Masked Horse has been away from the ring for so long. Some thought he might be destined for the glue factory. <laughs> with whatever nay led him now in stable condition, Master right. will be the centaur of our attention at this mysterious equine grappler returns to action. No. But just who is his partner with the hither though unforeseen Mass Bolton? Time will tell. Hmm. Who wrote that? I want to punch them. I'm not a violent person. I don't want to punch anyone, but, you know, law of averages, there's got to be something that makes you want to just go fucking smoke. But uh, I do like the photo on uh, New Japan uh, 1972 for this match. It, it is Masked Horse, and, it's, and he's got a New Japan logo shirt on, but it's got a horsey in it, not a, not a lion. I like it. I kind of want one. That's pretty sweet. Luke, on here, it also has Tiger Mask's singles record. Which no, is, no. No, don't do it. He's one and one. So he, he won. He had two singles matches the whole year, and he won one of them in New Japan. You know, Yano only had six, or a 10, and he won 40% of them. Usually he wins them all. Well, you know, 
tiger mask it must have wrestled a young lion one of those <laughs> oh don't put the young lion singles records up come on guys you know that's they... fun that's fun all right yeah. so the next next match we got we got zach saber jr yay and koso vegeta versus is the bro light bro lions there you go bro lions there that's trademark it's Yuru Nakashima and Oscar Loeb, so that's going to be a lot of fun. They have a tag team name, according to this. It's, they are calling themselves Young Blood, Oscar Loeb and Yuru Nakashima. That's that's against the law. You can grow your hair out a little bit, you can get a little attitude, but you're not allowed to have a tag team name. Get the fuck yeah, out. What is that? So, yeah. So yeah. Wardo- so Zach Saber Junior. and Koso Vegeta. If I was Vegeta, I'd be pissed off. I didn't get a cool name when I was a young one. Fuck smack. I mean, he's doing fine. He got the right. faction, but uh, yeah, that's true. You know, <laughs> yes. Uh, so Bullet Club Juniors return with the War Dogs and Gato, and then they are going to face off against the Juniors from United Empire. It's be good to see Catch Two Two back and Cal Newman. It'd be good to see him get pinned. You know, no, dude, Gato's in that match. What are you talking about? Ah, uh, he's he's uh, Newman's more pinnable than Gato. Sorry. <laughs> what's Gato's What's Gato's uh, record? Gato. Had two singles matches this year. He lost both of them. And he was nine for 55 in tag matches. Poor guy. Jeez. That's good booking, by the way. So, yeah, yeah he's, he's good at what he does, isn't he? Oh, my goodness. All right. So, after that, we have a, by the way, show. I want to I be there every time they take photos for a new tour. <laughs> They're pretty good, aren't they? Yeah. Because shows are the... All right. I'll, I don't want to give this other guy props, but yo's are also pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But my favorite ones are just shows. Why? Because he looks like a maniac. He looks insane. He looks like a crazy anime villain or something. A murder machine, maybe? Oh! Here we go. <laughs> so it is uh, evil... Ren Narita and Show. It's <laughs> just looking at the pictures. <laughs> and they're wrestling, of course, Shooter Umino, Tom Wakihoma, and Master Wato. Wato looks so serious in that. So is Hanma. Hanma looks very serious. He wants to win the matches he does. Um, <laughs> next, Luca, uh, this other match is going to be Desperado <laughs> and Kojima. This is a preview match, obviously, versus Hiromu and. Um, and Shingo, interesting having uh, Mr. Bread in there with uh, Shingo. Hmm. Yeah. All these fun. matches that Shingo have been having lately, he's just been facing dudes I wish he was facing at Wrestle Kingdom more <laughs> than Tamatonga. I don't know, like Taichi and uh, Doki. And oh. like, I'm like, don't look at Doki's record. Don't no, do it. I'm not going to do, do it. Also, uh, Mr. Bread. <laughs> Yeah. Like, mm, sorry, that's I know I've beaten that dead horse. That match is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> Did you and, beat uh, that dead masked horse, Luke? <laughs> 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 he needed to be rescued from that so he could become a wrestler and his whole backstory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, so next, we've got a match where Doki's losing uh, almost assuredly, unless it's Bushi. It is. Doki, Yuyu Amura, and Sonata versus Naito, Yodosuji, and Abushi. Man, 
just five guys in LAJ, their tag matches, their, their, their six man's always fun. So that's another one of my favorite feuds this year, actually. It's just been LIJ versus just five guys. I think what? it's awesome. The Suji versus uh, Yuya thing is developing too, you know, so that's interesting. There's a lot going on there. Um, one of the actual, like, important matches is next. It's the most important match, I would say, and that is uh, for the Kapow trophy, you know, so that we can figure out who is going to be the actual winner. Because if you remember how it works, is the person who has the title at the end of the year is the champion for that year basically they're the king of pro wrestling for that year so um it's tai chi versus kanamara which kind of came out of nowhere you know we were thinking uh shingo was really eyeing that title when he was in that tag versus uh tai chi but no it's going to be kanamara that'll be complete shenanigans and so much fun i it will be i can't wait to see that guess what the stipulation is oh okay yes so yes tell us luke it's amazing all right, so yes, it is Yoshinobu Kanemaru versus Taichi. You and I were like, that's weird. And then I quickly looked it up. Looked it up. It is low blows are legal. <laughs> this is a tremendous gimmick. This is awesome. This is going to be so great. I, I can't wait. I mean, I am really hoping that like we get the the you know the Bret Hart thing with Goldberg, where like. It, you know, Kanemaru is trying the whole match to get, you know, Tai Chi in the balls. He can't, he's trying so hard. And finally, he gets one whale in, and Tai Chi just stands there. And Kanemaru starts selling his foot. Oh, no, my foot's broken. And guess what? Tai Chi has a steel, you know, cup in his pants. You know, I said yes, that would please. be awesome. That's, I would love that. So I'm uh, copy pasting that from your fantasy dream book into mine because that sounds awesome. Yes, please. <laughs> We have that function. That's how it works. I've decided. Uh, next, <laughs> we have our main event, which is for the never open stank belts, so that we can uh, get them off the dream team because they've guess got, they've got stuff to do at Wrestle Kingdoms, I guess, or at least two of them have. Uh, and that is, hey, it's Okada, Tanahashi, and Tomohiro Ishii versus Okada on the Cobb and Hinare. Uh I don't care if they're stank belts. I don't care. I want to see. I want to see gold on Goto Khan and Hanare. I want to see it. They deserve some gold. And hey, if they win these stank belts, they won them beating this team. So right. that's, that's even cooler to me. So tough. like, mm-hmm. for me, it's not necessarily about them winning the titles. It's about one of those three men pinning one of those three men who are pretty over. So I'm like, and and uh, you know, Hanare pinned Ishi recently as well in a preview tag. So yes, Dude. it could happen again. The next night is going to be a Kurgan Hall too, right? And um, or maybe it's two nights later. Whatever that that next show, the opening match, Luke just made me realize something. It's Masked Horse again tagging with someone versus Yano and Yo. Yo doesn't have a Wrestle Kingdom match, Luke. Thanks, Leo Rush. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I can't believe that. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, you know. Yeah, all right. All right. Yeah, it, I'm not going to miss him, but yeah, it sucks for him, though. But, We're going to be just fine. So, I wonder why this match is, this night is the second night and not the first night. It's weird. Yeah, this is a weird card right here. I would have flipped him, but that's mm-hmm. fine because we've got uh, Callum Newman 
who uh, is going to lose bad to uh, Ishii. And Ishii, I think Ishii's going to knock his fucking block off. I wonder why that's in there. I guess that's just like a, hey, I'm going to beat the fuck out of your boy, and that's going to build a little more heat for the Stank Belt title. By the, uh, by the way, on the uh, on the 1972.com, it is apparently Tomohiro Ishii versus Callum Numa. Numa? Okay. Like three, 310 to Numa? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. The, or, uh, or, or, or like Julie Numa. Okay. okay fair enough. Um, the Fishermen get a tune-up match versus uh, Oscar Loeb and Broken Arm Young Lion. Young blood! No. <laughs> Not doing it. Not unless they start bleeding. If they start bleeding every match, then yeah, Young Blood, we're good. All right. So you want to see Fishermen like just get them with the poles in the, in the head? Yeah. Yeah. Go poke you. Go poke you with the yeah. Just get him you know, to have a couple so, tag matches with Moxley. I'll teach you how to blade, blade kids. We, we forgot to talk about Yoshihashi's uh, victory lap, Luke. Oh my tell, God. tell me about Yoshihashi's victory lap after winning World Tag League again. It's completely ridiculous, but if I was in a role that he was for 13 years, like it's worse than Harry Kim being in the whole series of Voyager and never getting a fucking promotion from Ensign, right? <laughs> Right? Because it's yeah. longer. It was like a decade. No titles? Never? Nothing? No accolades in this career? Like, like, not even lower mid-card stuff? Nothing? And all of a sudden, he's like a two-time Stank Belt champion and now like a two or three-time tag team title champion. And now he's won three World Tag Leagues and he's won it as the champions. Oh, you bet he's got Queen playing in his head right now. But it's, you know. By the way, Goto. Goto's gone like, oh, well, I'm done for the night. Bye. I'm out of here. He leaves. He just fucking leaves. Yoshihashi, though, he's just like, now I've got two things to make all the fans touch. Touch my trophy at my belt. Go off this way. Oh, I forgot the other side. Let's do the other side. Then let's hold in the uh, at the at the end of the stage and just hold my shit up for ages. Yeah, yeah, I'm awesome. I am awesome. Ah! Naito's entrance takes less time than this. I'm like, holy shit! Yoshihashi is milking it for all he's worth, and I can't blame him because, as I said, maybe he knows something we don't. You know, so maybe he knows something we don't. Just saying. So, uh, <laughs> Luke, your favorite tag team is going to re- be reuniting for a match on the show. Did you see that? <laughs> Yay. Yes. It's Wado and El Desperado versus Hiromu and Bushi. I want to go to there. Yes, please. Hey, is uh, has Hiromu been uh, a little on the injured side and then maybe just uh, – Letting him rest up until Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, more than happy both. for that. Yeah, I mean, it's fine, you know. They're also doing the whole like thing that they've done many times with the junior tag titles where we're going to have singles matches. And I guarantee you, you can mark it down. This is real. Is that what will happen is that the first match is going to be Dan uh, Baloney versus Akira, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bruschetta versus Baloney. <laughs> Did you say Dan Below Me or Dan Baloney? I, like I said, bologna as in the meat, or yeah, bologna as in 
my baloney. Um, right. But uh, and then that match will end, but it'll be like a brawl at the end, and it'll bleed right into the next match. The next match, because it's a you know. Bullet Club. It's Bullet Club. Yeah, it's guaranteed. Yeah, they love they love doing that with the the junior tag belts. So, which you know, TJP versus uh, Connors will be the next match. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to both of those singles matches, actually. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, please. And then we have just the main event. No, it certainly is not. But we have the Dream Team, because it's Greg Carter and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus uh, Vegeta. They're going to be giant dicks to you, dude. I'm sorry. Versus Vegeta and Zack Sabre Jr. <sighs> Poor Vegeta. He's yeah. just going to cop it. <laughs> <laughs> preview match though that'll be fun i think that uh zack Sabre jr will do his best to try to get fujita a win over one of these guys that would be awesome but then again maybe he'll just uh you know break the ace's legs i'd love to see it so and then luke the last match before wrestle kingdom is a road to tokyo domain event at the, at the fucking kerrigan hall it's just five guys versus lij it is uh sonata taichi who will be king of pro wrestling, of course, and Yuya versus these other guys. I mean, there is the never champion Shingo, and Yuya, uh, Yuya good, and Naito, who I hear people like. Yeah, I hear he's he's over. Yeah, he wasn't good enough to be in the PWI 500 this year, but... Oh, yeah, they forgot him. <laughs> they fucking forgot him. Does that sound like a typical Naito thing to have happen to him, though? Yeah, definitely. That's like... That's perfect. It's funny. He was like the MVP of the year for Tokyo Sports. Yeah, that's course, right. But, but in America, they're like, who? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's It was such a nice... Yeah, I loved it. <clears throat> Not that that stuff kind of means anything anyway. Yeah. But Seth Rollins was number one, I think. I'm like, really? Oh, wasn't Roman Reigns your favorite? It's got to <sighs> be Roman Reigns, right? Um well, Luke, uh, we now, like to... now, you're, now you're triple fired. Yeah, I've been fired. Uh, but we like to wrap up these shows with a little wrestler diary. Is that what you're getting ready for over there? I'm, I'm looking forward to it um, because, you know, and just while you're getting that ready, a little programming note, you know, we will cover the Road 2 shows. And then, you know, we'll have probably a show covering that Noah uh, New Year's show. We're going to have a show covering Wrestle Kingdom and um, – you know, also New Year Dash. Um, we'll see. We may have a guest. I don't know if he would still want to join us, but, you know, we'll see. But we're planning on having a guest this year, and I'm not sure if it's going to happen, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's all right. But uh, if we do, we do. If we don't, then I'm going to cry into my pillow for 24 hours. All right, so. It is episode... Oh, do you want to know whose diary this is? Yeah, I'd like to know what diary we're doing. It is Shingo Takagi. Hey! And it is episode 124. Apparently, this was November 13th that was sent to us by by Jay, and it was sent to us on Shingo's birthday. So, there we go. That's, uh, that's amazing. So, anyway, it's episode 124. It is called Takagi Style. N-G-K. Don't know what NGK means, but uh, I do want to see Takagi style. I want to know what that's like, so uh, I can practice. Anyway, it is November twelfth, twenty twenty-three. I'm sorry, but then underneath it, it says October twenty-nine. So what fucking date is this? I don't know. 
October 29, return from Las Vegas trip. I'll never get used to flying, but this, you're a dragon. But this time I brought a valuable souvenir home with me. So I was a bit excited. I was crowned never champion Yay. for the third time. Dude, you're one of the greatest never champions there is ever. I thought, pe <clears throat> I thought people didn't expect me to actually get the job done. So I was secretly pumped up. I got a lot of congratulations on social media and in my private life, and I'm really happy to be a champion. I'm still going to do my best. October 31st, a video meeting in the morning and physical maintenance in the afternoon. Oh. And here he is at Bob Sasky's uh, Saitai stretching. I'm going to. Oh, I thought, I thought you saw my jerking off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> November 1st the Komatsu show I didn't have a match on the card but I went to Komatsu to be a corner man in the junior tag league after dark Edo is a beautiful place there's a photo of it I was surprised with my appearance in the corner and went for, <laughs> went for dinner with them all after the match picture of LIJ doing the fist bump Int it turned out they had a surprise for me too and celebrated my birthday in November. Oh, and here is him with a with a cake with his thumbs up. He doesn't look particularly happy about the cake, probably because no, it's got lots of not. fruit and shit on it. What about that that cake that Ishii was holding? I sent you a picture of Ishii holding the cake and he's like fired up about cake, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Ishii has like one facial expression, and that's I'm gonna fuck you up. Apparently now he has two, and that's like cake. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> November second, Osaka show. Back in the corner man position, but uh, <clears throat> back in the corner man position. The Bushi T10 team's result was disappointing, but the junior tag team was interesting to watch from the corner. November third, talk show. Oh, and here's him with a little New Japan mascot lion thing. This is a really bad wrestler tie. <laughs> yeah. Insane. 45 minutes nonstop. I don't like flying, says the dragon. Yeah. 45 minutes nonstop talking. It was a great experience. It was a heated discussion. It was a good memory for me because I could meet the audience closer than usual. Well, hmm. what did you discuss? Yeah. Which what audience members did you meet? Where was it? What, what time was it? Were you hungry? Yeah. Did you eat anything? Did you beat anybody up? Did you get any of the audience members' autographs? Like, what the fuck? Can you tell us about, you know, peeing or pooping? That's kind oh, of her favorite. By the way, Shingo, if you wanted to get a photo with me, it's $20 reduced. <laughs> That's right. Now, do, would you charge him to chop him? Like, you know, like 50 bucks <laughs> and, and you'll chop him? Like, is that how it works? Oh, oh definitely. <laughs> definitely. <All> right. <laughs> oh, the November 4th Osaka show. An encounter with Tama after the match? Tama told me he wanted a rematch, but I'm not making my decision just yet. Tama is an opponent. I'd be willing to fight again and again. No, but my current <laughs> focus is in my defense in Dallas. Shingo, stop putting people over. Lay a smack down on some people. Start with Tama. November 5th. It's been a while since I've been to Yoshimoto uh, Shingeki play on N... He went to see a play. Like, don't make me read it. On NGK and Number Grand Kagetsu. It was so funny. I enjoyed a rare trip to the backstage to say hello to everyone. And there he is backstage. Is that double denim? No, Shingo, no. 
Shingo, he goes like to a play and they're like, oh shit, the never champions here. Let's come on. Get, let's get him backstage. You know? Shit. What? You know, they lock the leading man away behind this thing. They get Let the him, dragon yeah. to come up. Just Let him be in the play. Thing. Like you don't, we'll feed you your lines or you just say whatever you want. You know? Yeah. Really? Yeah, man. You're the dragon. Fucking mm-hmm. stock, stock, stock. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to A, the chairperson, Batayan, who was on the stage with me 14 years ago, Moro Mizatu-san, who is the same age as me, and Daikaku-san, who is a fan of pro wrestling. November 7. Cool. <laughs> Fuck you, Shinko. This is terrible. Does anything interesting happen to him? <laughs> like November 7. I went to my favorite Kobe sauna. Oh, here we go. I had a physical therapy session with an old friend. Oh, did you now? (laughs) More maintenance as I'm about to go on an overseas tour. In the (laughs) evening, we had our annual joint. Oh, no, birthday party in Kobe. Okay. Floated with food. I managed to successfully avoid my kryptonite alcohol. Well, hopefully next time you write one of these diaries, you don't avoid your kryptonite alcohol because then we might have some fucking shit to read in this. Well, if I was Kanemaru, I'd be taking a note. I'd be like, oh, okay. Good to know. Good to know. (laughs) Yes. Uh, November 8th. Gold's Gym in the morning. It was my first time to go to a sushi restaurant for lunch. After lunch, I dropped by Starbucks, which I used to frequent when I lived in Kobe. And picture of Starbucks. I like the retro look. Let's go back to Tokyo. November 9th. Departure day for Dallas. I stayed in Can. I think I made this joke. Was this about Shingo's diary? I made this joke about, or was it somebody else's? Where I said, "It sounds like reading Marco Polo's travels." Yeah, I went, yeah. yeah. That was Great Khan. It was Great Khan. Well, Shingo writes the same way as Great Khan, except. Yeah, Great Khan speaks in the third person. He's he acts like he's a wrestler. He actually talks about like fucking what's going on and says it in authoritative voice instead of like, hey, I went to the store. Yeah. Had a joint birthday party and stuff. They let me go backstage, but I, I'm not gonna tell you anything about going backstage. I'm just gonna tell you it happened. <laughs> yeah, fucking boring. Yeah. <sighs> There's a it's a comedian named Jim Jeffries, and he goes, uh, He's like Australian. Yeah. If you don't drink, you're a boring cunt, and your stories suck, is uh, something that he he said once. And I don't necessarily agree with that, but uh, if uh, I think Shingo should have had a couple beers. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's boring. Yeah. November 9th, departure. I'm still going to, like, I started this, and there's one paragraph left. So Let's fucking down. get through it. Jesus. <laughs> Easier to get through than Tagley. Come on. November, no, no, it isn't. November 9th. Departure day for Dallas. I stayed in Kansai for a long time, so I was only in Tokyo for about 17 hours. I'll be back on the road again as soon as I get back from my trip. I'm a professional wrestler, you know. Oh, really? Oh, no shit. Tell us da- about it. Yeah, fucking... <laughs> tell us some fucking anecdotes, for God's sakes. Anything. Who made your gear? What inspired it? Anything. I don't care. Just like... What is... What's it like to touch the never open title like every day? How do you polish it? Do you bow to it? How was it? What's the weight of it? Just talk about the just just 
take yeah. a photo of it and do a thousand words on it. Just all of those would be more interesting than the actual things. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the Dallas show is a pay per view, and I'm in the main event, the title match, just like last time. Oh, it's wow. like in London and Las Vegas. But being in the main event is a real privilege to uh, to be a wrestler. I'll be 41 years old soon. So I want to be the best I can be right now. And I'm going to go out with a lot of energy and guts. And with that, guts all. And there's more photos. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I really like a lol. Terrible. Terrible. So, one, okay. One, one star. We, yeah. I was like, I mean, the, the toilet was definitely bad. I mean, the staff was rude and that, that was not good. But, I mean, that's fitting. Kids' prices are fucked. It was a diary. And World Tag League was a tournament. So it's very fitting that we end World Tag League with that diary. But don't <laughs> don't fear, folks. You know, we will hook you up with a much more entertaining wrestling diary for our next show covering Road to Tokyo Dome. Dude, so the Road 2 show will have a Yo diary because that's next. So it, unless we do like a Never Realm or something, I don't know, it's Christmas time, why not? But uh, then... <laughs> There's a possibility that Wrestle Kingdom will be either be Yoshihashi or Goto. So, are we? We're doing be... wrestler diaries on Wrestle Kingdom. Okay, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. You know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. But uh, all right, New Year's Dash is then. Oh, we'll probably put them in one show. All right, that's fine. That's fair. We'll discuss that later. I want to talk about it now. Yeah, that's fair. All right, so. Wow, that's lots of wrestling, and it was a diary too. So unless there's uh, anything that Mister Guy would uh, would like to add, I'm just fired up that World Tag League's over. Thank fucking God, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Hate it. You know, it's it's not like a weight is lifted off our shoulders. It's like we were walking up a mountain, and there was a rock attached to our ankle or something, like a big boulder. We had to just drag it up, and then. Someone took it off. And I just felt now like we're on top of the world. It's like a maybe a one pound boulder. It's just annoying. You know what I mean? It's not bad. It's just like, oh God, this is here. Oh boy, here we go again. Let's do this. So I'm gonna make a promise to you is next year. I mean, we were pretty pretty light on our coverage of it this year. Next year it's gonna be even lighter. Never That's a funny. podcast, even lighter. That's that's what you want from a Something that calls itself never, and that's light coverage. That's right. All right, then. So uh, unless Mr. Guy has anything else he'd like to add. In Mr. Bread, we trust. So many bread. <laughs>